everyone to season four, episode two of the Hall of Fame show. And I'm your host, I'm your host, Kirk Buckner, and my co-host, Evan Nolan. We co-own, we operate, we do all sorts of things behind the scenes and sometimes pay other people to do it behind the scenes because we don't know what we're doing, especially me. Of NotInHallOfFame.com, the fictitious athlete Hall of Fame. We're going to have some announcement about that coming soon. The fictitious rock and roll Hall of Fame. And of course, our favorite project, the United States Athletic Hall of Fame. Vote on that now because it's all up to you. www.NotInHallOfFame.com forward slash USA. And you can vote on the first class. Uh, so I, 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 I think I did... I wanted to sort of like set up something because it was Evan's birthday. And thank you, Ron Katz, for stepping in last week. But... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Evan. Happy birthday to you. Fantastic, my friend. Fantastic. Thank you very much. I am uh, I'm the I'm a I'm a penny double penny short of the double nickel, right? Is that how that works? I didn't even know that that's how that worked at all. So I I double nickel would be fifty-five, a double penny would be eleven, so fifty-five minutes. 11. There's too much math. Uh, I, I I just know I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> you always will. I, yeah. I look just, just by the way, for those of you wondering, I uh, I found I've had this light for podcasting for a long time. I embarrassingly couldn't open it. I figured out what the problem was. So now I have a better light because I always think the light sucks. But yeah. now I'm not sure how my audio is going to be. So we're going to try it with the light and see how that goes. And we'll figure out the audio later. Give me the light and I got to know. <laughs> yeah, I've got the music flowing no. off of me. Yeah. So anyway, no, Boston, Boston was great for my birthday. Um, and I'm happy to be back here. Mm-hmm. And happy that I wasn't flying. I flew southwest and made it. And the planes weren't grounded. And everything sounds was going pretty well. So. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we have stuff to talk about. We have College Football Hall Dude. of Fame class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, College Football Hall of Fame, which is one I like, and I, but not as much as I should. And I think that's their fault. Let's just be blunt. Uh, you and I have talked about that before. It's not promoted the best. Uh, it, well, it, and and as, I, as I said, I went, used, I went to the old one when mm-hmm. it was in South Bend. And it was just kind of a weird rundown sort of place. It was one of those things that seemed like it was really stay the art 15 years before you've been there right and then nothing had been touched so i haven't been the atlanta one yet but anyway yeah uh so but they they have their big announcement and we're gonna go through uh the players that did get in and i'm not gonna go in alphabetical order because i want to start off with somebody first if you don't mind because Uh, I, I want to go with Reggie Bush first, and this is going to tie in yeah, with something that's going to be an, not because he's a saint, but uh, because I find him the most interesting name now. Personally, I think he's more than deserving. Uh, I'm putting in that he's the Heisman winner, although he's not. And I got my ear. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're even allowed to vote on him. As far as I know, he didn't play college football. Yeah, or USC didn't win that title. But yeah. We all know that in college football, and you've done a great job in your good, bad, and ugly segments, uh, pretty much saying why the NCAA is corrupt. And I think the voters sort of say they really didn't give crap that Reggie Bush took improper benefits because him and who else? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as, as a Massachusetts sports fan, I'm sorry. UMass still went to the Final Four in 1996. I don't care that Marcus Camby was given a necklace. That's why that was that was why that was invalidated. Someone gave him a necklace. 
we had a long bunch of but, but I think it sort of reflects the, the different voting body. I've speculated, and I don't know for sure, because I don't know who's on the basketball voting committee. None of us do. I suspect some of the people who actually get votes don't even know who anybody else is. Correct. <laughs> I'm only half joking, because I did speak with someone on the Rock Hall who did not know who else yeah. was on that. The Rock Hall, nobody has any idea. No. No. Uh, I would love to see what Johnny Rotten's votes have been, though. Because he gets a vote. <laughs> I would love to see yeah. him sort of like took an actual piss on it. And, but anyway, uh, anyway, the, the basketball hall, I brought up them because I think that's why they made Chris Weber wait. I, I truly believe that. But here we have Reggie Bush. I think he did have a, a better college career mm -hmm. than, uh, than C Webb did, but they clearly they don't care. Uh, Reggie Bush is in, should be in. One of the best running backs, one of the most exciting college running backs I ever saw. Uh, and I think what I'm really excited here is also, uh, also one of the most exciting running backs Mike Dick ever saw. So you're thinking <laughs> of Reggie Williams. Oh, shit. Well, I need to drink more or less. You're right. That's Ricky Williams. You that's, the sec that's the third time in two weeks I've had to do oh this. Oh, my God, man. With, Sorry about that. I believe the hunter has become the hunted. <laughs> Oh, yeah, is it totally Ricky Williams? I apologize. Oh, I, apologize. Wait, wait, I said Reggie Williams, so there you go. I screwed up, too. Yeah, I, I apologize to everybody about everything all the time. So anyway, it's because as, I'm, as just because I'm a Nimrod, yeah. or at least a Nimrod supporter today. There you go. But as all husbands do, of course we apologize. So yeah. uh, Reggie Bush is in. I think that's very, very important. And it sort of talks about a voting body. And when I get to my elevator down, you'll see why I'm using the same sort of thing. Um, I'm foreshadowing. Ah, very nice. Because yeah, in season four, I know how to four Japanese. Nice. Um, very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so he wasn't the only Heisman winner who got in, though. No. Uh, so, like, from here on, I just want to go uh, alphabetically, if that's okay. Or do you want to well, go to that? Heisman winner first, just because I want to talk about him for a second. All right. Uh, I will say what I just said about Bush. Use that for uh, quarterback in college. Tim Tebow was money to watch. He yeah, I mean, one, one of the worst tight ends in NFL history, but uh, the worst quarterbacks in NFL history too. Yeah, he won a playoff game. It's more than you can say for a bunch. <laughs> that when when Glenn comes back from Antarctica, Glenn, if you're listening to this, that is going to be a game we'll do. How Tim Tebow won a playoff game? <laughs> that would be fantastic. I, I was on a a YouTube rabbit hole while I was doing some work, and it was just all this one site talking about quarter like these quarterbacks stunk. So it was him, Leaf, Manziel, uh Scott Frazier. Was that no well he, he I might have got to him eventually, but the other one was Jamarcus Russell. Those are the four that yeah. stick out yeah. right now. But uh Tim Tebow is one of the most polarizing players. I I, I have mad respect for him as a person. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I not because I share views with that that he has i don't uh at all frankly but he's seems like a great guy he sticks to what he believes in he's not going to cause you any controversy except for maybe people believe in him too much because he's just that likable and he, that's why he also got chance after chance after chance also too because a shit ton of people were going to buy a tebow jersey also true yeah because they wanted to believe in him i get why you wanted to believe in tim tebow Mm -hmm. I, I'm again not a Catholic Christian. I don't honestly. I don't know the difference. I'm he's, sorry. He's not Catholic though. 
Okay, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I, I know I'm offending some religious people right now. I'm not religious. Oh, I know. I understand. I, I understand. But there's yeah. there's the people the people who uh, follow the religion the way Tim Tebow do are the same people who don't think that Catholics are Christian. So uh, that which yeah. goes over my now airplane like head. Yeah, it's very airplane like. It's very nice. The the jets the jets got to your hair as well there. You got your head checked by a jumbo jet. Um, no, but yeah, I, I I don't think there's any argument that that Tebow deserves to be here either. So, yeah, yeah, and so congratulations to them both. Uh, I don't know who they're going to have headline that. I would imagine Tebow. You would think, although it's interesting because the third person on here is Dwight Freeney, who's up for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's possible he could get into both the same year. I I, I don't think I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. I meant to look up who's ever accomplished that, and I didn't because I, I, I should have done it. It's a good question. So uh, Somebody must have. Yeah, somebody had to. But yeah, he uh, Freeney's here. Uh, Boston College person, mm -hmm. Luke Keachley. No argument there. Uh, another former uh, former Patriot, Michael Bishop. Former Patriot, great. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, great winner uh, with the Argonauts. I remember that. Yeah, he was going to be he was going to be the next big thing. Uh, when Brit, when Bledsoe was done, Michael Bishop was going to take over. That that mm -hmm. didn't work. And then Michael James of Oregon was another name I thought was pretty good. But do you want to go through the rest? I'm sorry, I'm going out. Yeah, no, no, all good, all good. Uh, uh, well, yeah, like it's like we really have to worry about our structure. Yeah, uh, well, Ted worries about structure because he's added, added he's added stuff where it goes elevator up, ding. He's done stuff. <laughs> and you see the good, the bad, the ugly there. Yes, visually, yes. So thanks, yeah. Ted. Uh, Actually, hey, since you're watching this, can you do something like a sparkle? I say the Bucknerverse. <laughs> no, I no. Do, do, do. We now live in the same city, so I can just picture him just say, right now saying, "No, I'm not doing that." <laughs> uh, one of my favorite all-time Chiefs, who mm -hmm. man, took him out of the Hall of Fame, I think will be Eric. Oh, pro football anyway, Eric Berry. Yeah, Eric Berry definitely had a Hall of Fame trajectory. I think he ends up short now. Exactly. But he's here and, and that and that's really good. So I was actually happiest for him. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't know why I just sort of became a, a big Eric Berry fan. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but there's just something about this guy and how he came back and you just wanted him to be even half of what he was. And, and unfortunately that wasn't the case. Uh Robert Gallery, uh Iowa offensive lineman. Yeah, just unfortunately, unfortunately remember the NFL is one of the worst draft picks of all time. In the string of Raiders picks. It, yeah, well, I mean, eight years isn't bad. It just, it, it's not good if you're a first round pick. I think it was number two overall, too. It was number two overall. Yeah. So it didn't quite work out, but I mean, it's it's draft draft season. We're going to see a lot of that. That's not going to work out. Uh, yeah. Derek Johnson, linebacker, uh, University of Texas. So he had yeah. a really nice career there. Uh, yep. Ter Terrence Mathis, a uh, wide receiver, New Mexico. I forgot about him, actually. I didn't get to see a lot of New Mexico games. They weren't really good on national TV. Uh, Bryant McKinney, uh, we know him very well. Uh, University mm -hmm. of Miami, uh, offensive lineman, uh, NCAA champion, Super Bowl champion. Yep. Uh, you missed a couple names, by the way. Oh, who did I miss? Uh, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, oh, did I? Yeah, and Bill Collar. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. All right, well, that's why I have a co-host, because I missed some shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Corey Moore, uh, defensive lineman. Um, 
Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech. So yeah, I think that so you would have been a teammate of uh, Michael Vick when the, the Hokies first came up to uh, correct. Yeah. yeah, to you know, c- competing for the national championship, and I remember that pretty well because like that was the year I decided I was going to pay more attention to college football. And mm-hmm. my cousin, I think I mentioned to you, actually, you know him, Steve. When we did the, that, that that you were you were a guest on that show too when we did yeah. the, the world. Yep. Yeah. So like he's a hokey. Okay. Yeah, so his I'm son got in the hokey huddle, as all their stuff says. <laughs> well, his his son actually is uh, a coach at FIU now. Oh, cool. Or is it FAU? It's an F and a U, and F- something's F- in between. G- FGCU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apolog- Apologies, Steve, if you're watching, because uh, I should I should have that down. Uh, Michael Stonebreaker, Notre Dame. If that's not a cool name, I don't know what is. It's a fantastic name. Yeah, and you're uh, someone I guess you might want, want to talk about, Troy Vincent, and and Brian Westbrook, two mm-hmm. Eagles there. Uh, yeah, Troy Vincent, um, interesting uh, place in the hearts of Patriots fans, to put it that way. So, but you yeah, did put two, it that way. Yeah, two very very good Eagles, two Eagles Hall of Famers, probably. I guess Vincent may have an outside shot very very outside uh Westbrook was a great running back but he'll never get there also a great running back D'Angelo Williams very good running back uh very good running back for the Panthers a forgotten player I think uh but it's mm-hmm. nice to see that he sort of got in here uh you know very good player at Memphis uh the coaches I'll admit I'm not that familiar with uh first one Monty Cater uh apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong but uh Lakeland and Shepard I I don't know those schools and again apologies um uh, to uh, Paul Johnson, Georgia Tech, Navy, Georgia, uh, and then Georgia and Georgia again, or Georgia Tech again. Roy Kramer. This one's like I, I think he got in more as a commissioner because you're not getting in as a coach for Vanderbilt. That's for damn sure. Don't forget Central Michigan. Here's a Central Michigan. <laughs> okay. I think you're more likely to get in at Central Michigan than Vanderbilt, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, so SEC commissioner though from 1990 to 2002. That's the decade where the SEC pretty much decided, okay, we're number one. Mm-hmm. And no one's been close. And that gap has been growing ever since. I, I mean, what do you mean? The national championship game was one of the closest ever. I, uh, it, which is so sad because the week before, that was some of the most incredible college football. Yeah, and, 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 college football. I, it's, and it sucks that TCU, who earned everything. I didn't follow – I don't follow college football that much, but I did pay attention to TCU a little bit at the end, and they seemed like they earned everything and then just got barnstormed. So. Well, they did. They did. That's exactly what happened to them. It's uh, TCU never should have been there. The fact that they got there was incredible. It is a testament to those kids. Uh, to the coaching staff, to everything about TCU. They went into the season unranked. They had a fight, scratch, claw for every bit of respect they got. And I think they just lost that lap. What's yeah. gotten to that final? Like... Plus, Georgia's really good. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> but we also remember Georgia was this close also from not making it. That's true. You know, uh, Ohio State had something to say. And, yeah. and, and by the way, the last one, uh, speaking of Georgia, Mark Richt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so he was there for 2001-15 uh, and uh, closing off in Miami. Uh, so, yeah, was, you know, these are some incredible names. There's always great names. Yeah. Uh, the 
only sort of criticism I have really with it, well, I have a few really, but the biggest one is in terms of coaches, you have to at least have a record of 600. And yeah, that's, we've seen a lot of great coaches that just don't have the talent to do that. Yeah. Oh, what's his name who just passed away at Ole Miss? Yeah. He does not qualify. Yeah, he's three wins short and his team won the bowl game. So I guess he'd go into next season two years short had he left. The the yeah the, the amazing thing too, right? It, I there you don't didn't see like one bad word in the heated SEC Twitter. No, nothing. No, you know, like so that was really classy by the SEC. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it was. It, it was. It was it was a great it didn't end exactly pretty but it was a fantastic college football season. If you're just focusing the stuff on the field, of course, <laughs> and forgetting mm-hmm. that it's at the NCAA. Yeah, right. Can, can Before we go into those we lost, can I just give you a, some, a smorgasbord here? No, sorry, let me, let's oh. do one other thing before we get there. Just oh, quickly. I'm sorry, yes. yes. Yeah, sorry, just to not, it's real fast. I'll, I'll handle this one. The National yes. Sports Media Association Hall of Fame elected Lee Corso. Well, not so fast. <laughs> very, very well. I was like, wait, oh yeah, right. Throw away this buckeye head. Um no, but so he was elected to the uh sports media association hall of fame. Um and Pete Thamel, the cultural insider for ESPN, and Ken Rosenthal, the athletic, were given the National Sports Writer of the Year Award from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also elected to the Hall of Fame with Corso. Uh also ESPN. Sometime personality, Bill Plaschke of Los Angeles Times, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, two posthumous uh, people, noted sports essayist Roger Angle and Dan Kelly, the hockey announcer, were all elected. Uh, oh, sorry, and Ian Eagle was the National Sportscaster of the Year. Nice. So just want to throw that out there. Another Hall of Fame. Anytime we can get Lee Corso to talk in front of a microphone, the man is a, is a treasure. I think we, there's rumors we lost him this fall. He's still around. Let him let him have this this uh, victory lap and well, you know, sort of like when we go to those we lost. I mean, like right before we we went on. I mean, there was a whole bunch of people uh, well saying that someone hadn't actually passed away. Who did? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about like rumors that that. that. Uh, I mean, Joe DiMaggio had to say what on three separate occasions that they published his obituary before he died. Can you imagine how that would yeah, be? There, there at least twice, Joe DiMaggio they published his obituary. It's like I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> when so. So, so a lot of these places they get that stuff ready when i had made my national television debut here in canada mm. at tsn uh they were getting re- they my buddy came with me and so he was all messed up because he was in the control room watching right uh, mm-hmm. that's and that's actually when i was presenting the first uh fictitious athlete hall of fame so if you think this isn't a big deal we are big in canada yeah. No. So he was watching. So they were they were working on the footage of the package for uh, the death of Gordy Howe, but he wasn't dead yet. Yeah. They were just having it all queued up because I think he mm-hmm. died a month later. But you no, know, maybe it was longer than that. But it was just something that they were working on, so that they didn't have to rush to do it. Mm-hmm. Morbid thoughts, but but that was that that was that Saturday Night Live skit where uh, they had Tom Brokaw going on vacation for the summer, so they had him recording. Gerald Ford today died today when he was mauled by wild wolves. <laughs> <laughs> all the way Gerald Ford, all the way Gerald Ford could have died while he was on vacation. So, 
That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's go to your smorgasbord. Oh yeah, so it's a smorgasbord of uh, well, since we got sponsors and stuff, I I just have to say a poo. <laughs> The SOS, let's just say, I can still say a poo-poo platter. For those of you recording at home, we have a sponsor coming, just so oh, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's very exciting. So anyway, continue. We're moving on up in year four. It is. Yeah, I'm very excited I'm not, about I'm it. Not making fun of us this time. Yeah. We do that enough anyway, so continue. <laughs> and each other. Yeah, 100%. We deserve it. I've, so, I'm totally losing that. And so it's how, how, how perfect that that sponsor is going to be betting related and I keep losing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. But yeah, uh, so this is the section where sometimes I don't do it every week, but I'll just say something that's on my mind, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, I've been a critic of some of the things that LeBron James have said over the years. Okay. May I say that I am loving two things that he just said or said recorded a year ago and is now going to be in a film. Uh, okay. Space Jam stunk. Yes. His remake of that. But I'm guessing, I don't know if he was part of the production of this, but there's a remake of House Party. Yeah, at his house. At his house. And there's the clip of him as a hologram. And the, the two ones I saw was him just saying, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I don't have it exactly, but anyone who criticizes your hairline is just jealous. <laughs> your hairline is perfect. Yeah. And then the other one is, you handled the decision to go to Miami perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron, wonderful self-awareness. Uh, I absolutely love that. I cannot, I loved House Party as a kid. Maybe it's a movie that I, I was not excited to see remade, but you made me excited about that. Mm -hmm. So uh, credit where credit is due. I don't know whatever you had to do with it. I know you're a fan of that because one of your one of your many commercials, you're doing the kid and play dance. I forget with who. So I, I know I I, I I wouldn't be surprised actually if he was part of this production. It wouldn't surprise me, uh, you know, because that that's sort he's of like about the, to become the owner. He's about to become the owner of the Las Vegas franchise. So I think he will. But yeah, and as long as he has nothing to do with per, with player personnel, we'll do fine. Yeah, it's gonna be he and John Henry of the rest. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, maybe Michael Jordan can give him tips. Yeah, but John Henry's going to sell the Red Sox, and he's going to sell uh, Liverpool, and he's going to go all in on the uh, go all in on the uh, the new Vegas franchise. That's the worst kept secret in sports. So, but that also made me want to do that idea we we joked about. But we're going to do this. I think that's going to be a fall project where we're going to get out our tuxedos, although I don't have one, so I'm going to have to get one, and we're going to retroactively award the athletes. For their fine performances in in their roles, starting I think with 1970. Is that when Blazing Saddles came out? I don't know who's going to beat Mongan. Not a horse. Not a horse. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be great. Uh, you can also we can also sort of like have sort of like the Cecil B. DeMille. What what would be the version of this so that you can award Sonia Henny for that one of your favorite films? Oh yeah, God, I love that movie so much. I watched it uh, a couple weeks ago. Some bad guys. Okay, since I know he watches this, we'll call it the Lost Benuso. Mm. Uh, okay, <laughs> not yet, not yet, Vinny. You'll get there someday, but we're not we're not quite there yet. Oh well, yes, yeah. Uh, Sun Valley Serenade is way too recent to be named the Lost Benuso. 
Okay, the it's it's, it's Tom Brady. Come on, it, it sounds better than the Buckner. Yeah, we'll figure out Just, something else. No, no offense. We'll name something after Vinny, but not, that's yeah. not the award. Well, I'm going to give Vinny some mad props in how, and I should have mentioned him on something that came up, but uh, you you came up, but he he set up an interview for me. Okay. You know what? I'll just promote that now if you don't mind. Promote it. Yeah. What the heck are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's not going to be, it's not on the site yet. Uh, this will go up first. Uh, but Vinny arranged an interview uh, for me with Sean Foreman, who is the president of Sports Reference. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I got I had a chance to do a 20 minute conversation with him right before he went to a, because he gave me 20 minutes. I'm on my, but yeah, I can give you 20 minutes. I, I'm on my way to, to see they might be giants. Oh, we can't be silent because they might be giants. What are we going to do unless they are? There you go. One of the few bands, them, Bad Company, and there's somebody else. Because uh, They Might Be Giants has a song, They Might Be Giants, off the album, They Might Be Giants. So does Bad Company has a song, Bad Company, off the album, Bad Company. There's one more. I can't think big of it. Big Country. No, it's In a Big Country is the name of the song. Not crap. And the album. That's what I, There's a third one. I can't think of what it is, but continue. That's going to bother me now. I just want to put this out here. Uh, Vinny, uh, Vinny, thank you so much for arranging that. Uh, you are a huge asset to everything that we do here at Notton Hall of Fame. And, you know, I'm very blessed that you are part of our family. So thank you. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I, I got to talk to him about is we were talking about approximate value. And I mentioned how we've got our mock committee. And I said, it's thanks to you that I've got a Patriots, uh, a, fan who, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, my co-host on another show, that is a big Patriots fan who loves Kevin Williams. And that's because of you. <laughs> yes. So, 100%. Yeah. So that is, that. look for that soon. So if you're really into analytics and you want to know the man, if, if you pay attention to analytics, this is the guy who made so much of that possible. So I, it, it was so much fun talking to him about uh, but war, approximate value, uh, some of the things that they developed in terms of like all the research involved in getting the sacks done mm -hmm. uh, in 1960, uh, the Negro Leagues and all and all the data that came up and all the work that they've done on the WNBA. Because I've always said, what do they need to do? Promote the stats. Promote the stats. what they're yeah. doing. And yeah. Sean's a big part of that. And it was great to learn about a bit about that. So while well, all this stuff is more than alive, who's dead? <laughs> There's no great segue to talk about dead people. Very nice. Um, um, by the way, Black Sabbath came close. So Black Sabbath had a song, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, off of their Black Sabbath album. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, that wasn't it. Uh, Bo so Diddley. Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley had a song named Bo, had an album Bo Diddley. Do you have a song named Bo Diddley too? I think it might have been, song might have been Hey Bo Diddley. It might have been. Anyway, we'll, I'll figure that out for our future podcast. Because uh, I have too many, I have too many folks. So I know last week uh, there was an old challenge for who passed away. So we'll, we'll go back and. Uh, I, I'm not good at this. I know. It, it's, it's some research, man. It takes a little bit of time. I understand. Mm -hmm. um also so, i don't have your sensitivity <laughs> I, I i might be I, i'm sorry i'm the sarcastic hawkeye but i'm not sensitive hawkeye got it all right hold on a second here my everything just decided to uh freeze on me of course uh, hold on
All right, so we're going to start with uh, the beige mistress was active. Mm. All right, come on, what are we doing here? Give me one second. Everything just decided to freeze on me. Well, while you're doing that, do you want to just talk about, like, we can talk about while you're, while you're researching, like, we're trying to get everything back up. Uh, so right before we went on, it was confirmed that someone passed away. Yeah. Well, that, or, you're, or do you want to save that for later? Yeah, we're, we're going to get to that one second. We'll get to that on. one later? Okay. All right. Yeah. So let, let's just start here. Does okay. it load this time? Farrakh Mazaros, are you loading? That was his wife's name? Are you loading? Yes, are you loading is his wife's name. Might be. Um, There's another joke there, but I'm going to pass on that. Oh, man. Nothing. Everything just shut down. Can we, uh, Kirk, can we pause here a second? Yeah, absolutely. I just, just cut it and then have a match. As I was saying, <laughs> uh, Ferenc Mazaros, a member of the Nas Hungarian national soccer team, uh, passed away at the age of 72. So there you go. The uh, beige mistress still fighting her way through, mm -hmm. through Hungary. Um, from the world of wrestling, uh, the Black Warrior from oh. wrestling passed away. That's not who I thought you were going to say. Okay, I don't know who the Black Warrior is. Like, is he? Oh. Was it? Was he in Lucha Libre? It sounds like someone who would compete in. Yes, he, he is Lucha Libre, and okay. of course, everything froze again. Oh dear God! Okay. All right. After some more technical difficulties, we are back. Um, I didn't have a placard that I could just sort of like put, you know, like those old things from like the sixties or something. Yeah, like oh, the one the one on the Simpsons where uh itchy chews through the or scratches chews through the cord and he's electrocuted, right? I, I thought it was in some cases they're drunk. Maybe that's just what I wanted to see. It could be that too. Um anyway, Black Warrior, uh professional rest wrestler, luchador, um passed away at the age of fifty-four. Oh. Ferral Lopez. There are a lot of people dying in their mid fifties this week. Mm. Well, is there um, another wrestler? I didn't. I didn't find one. Did you have one? Uh, yeah, there are just another quick one. Uh, Johnny Powers, who I was. Yeah, I'll get. Uh, so yeah, Johnny Powers was a promoter. Well, not well, eventually promoter, but he he wrestled a lot in the Buffalo, Cleveland area, and also Toronto and in Japan. So a pretty big name in that confined area but uh yeah sort of like in this in the city he was i i don't calling him the bruno san martino of that area is a little bit steep but there, there is i'm sure a lot of people that had fond memories of him so that, that's all i wanted to say that's where i thought you were saying from wrestling oh yeah no that, i didn't see it for whatever reason um because he's having... not from hungary if he if he was he would if it was, he would. Uh, speaking of having fond memories of somebody not from the United States, we had a few uh, actors uh, in roles that mattered to me that passed away this week, including Tatiana Petitz, who okay. was one of the act models in the Freedom video, but more importantly to me, was the love interest in Rising Sun, the Wesley Snipes, Sean Connery uh, flick from 1993, who was part of my coming of age. Wait a minute, I thought uh, that was too rare. Uh, there are a couple. Tia Carrera was in there as well, but Tatiana Petiz was a woman at the bar. Never mind. I'm not going to go into it. 14-year-old me was very excited by that movie, though. Uh, she passed away at the age of 56 of breast cancer. 
Yeah, 50 um, with me is really upset and feeling old that Tia Carrere's last movie role, she played the old auntie in the Joe Coy film. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, also passing away, committing suicide, unfortunately. Uh, Buster from Dave and Buster's. Oh. Uh, Dave died back in 2015, uh, uh, but James Buster Corley had a stroke a few months ago and it changed his ability to take care of himself and his personality and all sorts of stuff. And he couldn't take it anymore. Committed suicide at the age of 72. Wow. Um, also passing, also passing away from, from, uh, I guess companies, uh, Ken Block of DC shoes, uh, passed away at only the age of 55. He was also a race car driver in rally cross and ERX supercar. So, uh, a lot of people I knew were very disappointed or upset about that. Also, do you ever remember uh, 16 Candles? Oh, uh, of course, yeah. The grandma from 16 Candles finally passed away. Karen Cook, at, or Carol Cook, at the age of 98. Wasn't there, there, was there two grandmas, were they not? The one with the red hair. She was also an I Love Lucy as like Lucy's cousin uh, back in the day. Uh, but she was 98 years old. That movie ages great, except for Long Duck Kwong. Yeah, there's, there's a slight problem with that one. Um, yeah, I said, you know what? I, I mixed that up because I was just I I uh, was thinking about uh, the the guy who was short round. Oh yeah, uh, Lee Chen. Uh, I'm sorry, this sounds awful. Yeah, I can't. yeah. Don't don't put me on the spot. Um, but anyway, I, who won the who won the Golden Globe? Uh, for well, Michelle Yeoh did. Oh, he did too. Yeah, that movie's that movie's really really tough to act in. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't, but I want to. It's on my. It's, two it's really interesting. It's a really interesting film. Yeah. Um, also passed away at fifty four, committing suicide, I believe. Adam Rich, the youngest kid from Eight is Enough. So it was suicide. I that's the last like it's what was. Yeah. Okay, you know, like that for me. Uh, I didn't know it was suicide because Adam Rich, he's only like four years older than I am, right? So like, mm -hmm. uh, this is like back in the. Back in the day when if it was on a network, you're pretty much watching that show because there's nothing yeah, else. Because there are like nine shows. Yeah. Oh, you're not far off. Yeah. But yeah, eight is enough. We ran a long time. It ran in syndicate or, or reruns anyway. So I mean, like for me as a little kid, especially like when the reruns would happen. So he looked like my age, even though at that point he wouldn't have been. But you know, like that was sort of well, I think we had the same old haircut. Mm -hmm. you know and, and shit like that too so uh yeah that one's pretty rough because i i don't know if any of the other because of, of the other siblings have passed i, 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 did, not, I did not look that one up so i'm not sure no, no it, it's uh you know that's the thing uh i i'm sure the the scars of being a child star oh yeah they might have had a lot to do with it i i don't know but, George Clooney has said one of the greatest things ever happened to him was he didn't become famous until later in life. I, I, yeah, I totally believe that. I mean, like, what for every Jason Bateman, there's a hundred Ricky Schroeders. Yeah, or like, well, I, of, I, you know, just, Ricky Schroeder. That's not fair because just, just think, but just think of the Disney Channel people. Like, what's happened to all of them over the years? Yeah, I, I was, I was watching this documentary about uh, Dan Schneider. Mm -hmm. like and all like i guess he was sort of like the producer guru for a bunch of disney shows and for me dan schneider was the, was the, was the fat guy and head of the class okay uh so like one of the actors there and 
I don't, I didn't grow up with any of those Disney shows, obviously, because I was after my time or as, as mm-hmm. a kid and I don't have children. So I, I, through osmosis, I don't pick up on any of this stuff, mm-hmm. but just the toxic, disgusting workplace. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's an accident that so many of these Disney kids wind up a mess. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So uh, one last person outside of what we do, I would do want to talk about because there's so few of them left. Another Tuskegee Airman, Harold Brown, passed away in 98, mm-hmm. uh, shot down during the World War II and was a prisoner of war for a while. Are there any left, Devin? What? Are there any left? There are a few left. Uh, I don't know how many, but this is maybe the seventh or eighth I've done. I'm not sure how many of them remain, but mm-hmm. Harold Brown was one of them, Lieutenant Colonel Harold Brown. All right, so people who, things we do talk about. Um, Canadian football player Martin Fabi passed away at the age of 80, still holds two records in the Canadian Football League. What do you think they are? Uh, longest rush going this way instead of this way. That's that's a pretty good one, but no. He had the most punts in a regular season game at 18 and the most punting yards in a single regular season game. Now, I told you he had 18 punts. How many punting yards did he have in that game? 18 punts in a game? Mm-hmm. 310. 814. I, the, whatever face I'm doing should be a meme for something. I don't know what. <laughs> 814 punching How yards. Is possible. Yeah. At, at, at Calgary, while he was punting for the Montreal, I'm sorry, um, punt, uh, punting for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh, you know what? I, I should have punt- took that. I, I was thinking in my head, punting, punting return yards. Sorry. Oh, That's yeah. Bad. Yeah. But he had 18 punts for 814 yards at Calgary on September 14th. Mm. 1963. I want to try and replicate that face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working out. It either. doesn't work the second time around. No, um, no it's, it's just like if I ever wore the Boca Junior shirt again. Oh God, <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm I'm legitimately sad we don't have that one on uh, on uh, tape here. Um, when you fly into here, that's what I'm wearing, man. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, we talk, We've already talked about two Heisman Trophy winners. I unfortunately have a third one here. Uh, Charles White, uh, who won the Heisman Trophy in 1979, uh, was the NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 1987. Okay. Uh, passed away at the age of 64. Oh, man. Um, his numbers retired at USC. Mm-hmm. He, if there is a award you can win in college, he's won it. The Heisman, the Maxwell, Chick Harley, Walter Camp, UPI Player of the Year, Sporting News Player of the Year, two-time Black Ten Player of the Year, Two-time, excuse me, unanimous All-American. He also played with the Browns and Rams. He's comeback player of the year, like I said, with the Rams in 87. Was a first-team All-Pro in 87, Pro Bowler in 87, rushing yards leader and touchdown leader in 87. Uh, but, yeah, he passed away uh, at the age of 64 of liver cancer. So, well, member, a member of the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, also passing away from the world of auto racing, Robbie Pierce, who is uh, also a racer and an owner of Jimco Racing, which does a lot of the uh, rally racing. He died at the age of 63 of a scuba diving accident, mm. which I thought only happened in Agatha Christie books. Um, 
we lost three folks from baseball. Actually, I guess four. One from college baseball. Uh, Cliff, Cliff Gustafson, a member of the College Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, coach at University of Texas, brought them to two national, uh, sorry, brought them to two College World Series in 75-83. There's 82 coach of the year. Um, he passed away at the age of 91. Uh, baseball professionally, we lost three people I want to I talk about a little bit. Nate Colbert passed away. Some of the greatest hair from the 1970s. Uh, passed away at the age of 76. He played with uh, San Diego from 69 to 74, which had with three all-star selections. Uh, he was actually the first all-star player in the history of the Padres. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 somewhere I've got a, a ball card of him buried. Yeah. Uh, member of the San Diego Padres Hall of Fame. Played also for the Astros, Tigers, Expos, and Athletics. Um, a career 243 hitter overall, but had a very nice peak. And like I said, some of the greatest hair in the history of baseball cards. That's what I would have gone for. Might as well. Baseball. Yeah. I mean, like. Uh, also, a couple of Red Sox passed away. Uh, Bill Campbell, a uh, pitcher with the Twins, Red Sox, and Tigers, as well as the Cubs, Phillies, Cardinals, and Expos, uh, passed away at the age of 74. He was on uh, uh, what there was a he was on the 85. Sorry, he was the All-Star in 77, two times old Rollins Relief Award winner in 76 and 77. And the AL Saves leader, uh, leader in 77 for the Red Sox. Uh, ended with 126 career saves. Um, passed away in hospice care at the age mm -hmm. of 74. And finally, uh, passed away suddenly as well, mid-50s. Like I said, Lee Tinsley, though. Mm -hmm. uh, played with the uh, Mariners, Red Sox, Phillies, Red Sox again, and Mariners. Coached with the Mariners, coached with um, the Diamondbacks, a few others. He passed away at the age of 53. I remember him mostly with Seattle, yeah. Uh, so, like, do, do we know why he passed or did it say? I, they didn't say as of yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also passed away a member of the Tennis Hall of Fame, uh, Dick Savitt, uh, passed away at the age of 95, won the 51 Australian and the 51 Wimbledon, uh, was a semifinalist in the U.S. Open twice and the French Open twice, or quarterfinalist, excuse me, French Open twice. Uh, he was 95 years old. All right. Now, everybody else I have is music except for, well, I'll bring up the one football Hall of Famer passed away, our oldest remaining football Hall of Famer. We've now lost two of them, uh, pretty much back-to-back -back with Franco Harris in the middle there. Art McNally uh, passed away at the age of 97, Remember the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Uh, one of those people who a lot of people were pushing for the first all outright official in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, was only elected last year. Was able to attend and 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 be there. Um, had family speak for him, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, the 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 oldest living Pro Football Hall of Famer and the first official has passed away. That, that happened on the first, but I was just yeah, and, and I, I think it's sort of interesting to me personally, and uh, Vinny and I have talked about that. Uh, the Las Vegas Hill, the Las Vegas. I'm gonna run with that for a while. Uh, where it, it's fascinating to to him and I, and I'm sure to you too, that football, which is a sport where rules are so more important than any other sport, mm -hmm. I think more than the other ones combined, 
finally has one official inducted and basketball's got so many more. Yeah, I'm surprised that Hockey League hasn't strong-armed his way in. Um, <laughs> well done. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, he's, an, he's the man. Football just has a has had a very weird system for a very long time that didn't get streamlined and straightened out at all until like the mid like 2004 2005 and it's been getting better as we're going so a lot of those mistakes are being corrected but slowly but um, you, know, you talk about mistakes all right when ed hockley screwed up he would own it better than anyone which yeah. is also why you loved him even more not because a he could kick your ass but wouldn't because he's ed hockley he's a nice guy but yeah, I, I don't know. Like Ed Hockley might be, I'm, I'm dead serious when I say this. Uh, if if I were to go through the top fifty NFL personalities, and that's a hell of a lot, I would put Ed. I have Hockley in my top fifty of everyone. Who had I, 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 I can I'm see that. I can hundred percent see that. Yeah. So, all right. Everybody else I have is from music, sort of at least. Um, so first the. Guitarist from Anvil, uh, Sebastian Marino passed away. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Uh, Is he was was he one of the original ones? Uh, He was there eighty nine through ninety five. So okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, the lead singer was uh, my ex wife's landlord for a bit. Really, Uh, Steve Lips Kudlow. Yes. I, I, okay, yeah, because we we uh, we separated. Uh, well, and my, my ex and I, right? So, it, I'll tell the story. Uh, so I, I've been kind. So I'm helping her get to her, to into her place, and there here comes the landlord. And it's this guy with this massive curls and a bald spot in the back of his head, and he's wearing an anvil T-shirt, and. Uh, I, I don't know what my ex said. I don't care what she said. If you're watching, go still you can still go up yourself. But anyway, uh keep going. Yeah, thank you. Uh and and it was like, oh no, man, I'd never screw you over, man. No, man. I'd never do that. And I remember thinking, I've seen this guy before. And it wasn't until two years later that I realized, like, holy crap. Well, but they had that documentary. I didn't yes. even know. I didn't know Anvil existed until that documentary came out. I thought yeah. it was like a Spinal Tap, like fake documentary. Yeah. And then I went and saw it. I'm like, these guys are fantastic and ridiculous. Yeah. So I know I can totally see what you're talking about with if yeah. I had met him in real life. Yeah, because I don't know, a Toronto guy, right? So like I, I knew who Anvil was, but like not not enough to just like I knew you, but mm-hmm. And you know, like like that was the guy. So he he became he was my yeah. So like like when you see all that when you look at that documentary and it's like his sister sort of like talking about how you know they're pretty much bailing him out of everything. That was one of the ways. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering if it was the other guy. That's why I was sort of no. yeah. more. I, okay. I do love the fact too that Anvil's drum, drummer's name Rob Reiner and doesn't look anything like the other Rob Reiner. He's Rob with two B's though to make sure. So yeah, that that spinal tap, especially when they're in, is it Hungary? Somewhere in that area, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We also lost uh from the Whispers, uh, who were a 
uh, American group, uh, R&B group who had two hits and the beat goes on in 1980 and rock steady in 1987. Uh, I've lost the name of my person here. Hold on. Uh, Gordy Harmon. Yeah. Uh, one soul singers passed away at the age of 79. Mm-hmm. Um, from the wrecking crew, that oh. famous group of musicians, Dennis Budimir passed away. Uh, guitar, jazz guitarist. Again, I love I love Sidemen just because of who they've played with. He started in the 1950s. He passed away at the age of born in 38, so that makes him 80, oh, 84. He didn't turn 85 as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he worked with uh, starting Peggy Lee, uh, Joni Mitchell, The Carpenters, Brian Wilson, Barbara Streisand, Ravi Shankar, Frank Zappa, Linda Ronstadt, Dusty Springfield, Quincy Jones, uh, Tom Waits, Harry Nielsen, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Cher, Doris Day, Ella Fitzgerald, Stan Getz, Jimmy Smith, Ray Brown, Johnny Mandel. Like these guys just worked with everybody and on every record we've ever heard and none of us know their names. Mm-hmm. But just another member of the Wrecking Crew passing away. Uh, there, aren't that, there aren't that many of those guys left. How many guys no. left? Oh, there can't be. I mean, like, uh, when, when, because Glenn Campbell was part of that wrecking crew. If I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, God, there's so many of them here. Yeah. Well, I, I'd have to go back and look, but yeah, he passed away, as I said, at the age of uh, 84. Um, also pack, passing away, Alan Rankine, the one of the founders of the uh, British rock band, The Associates, who had some bunch of hits in the 70s. In England, passed away at the age of 64. Yeah, Party Fears too. There you go. Yeah, I like that song, yeah. Nice. I wasn't sure anybody knew, so I just figured I'd say and move on. (laughs) Uh, Then the four biggest names. I guess our Gangsta Boo passing away. Um, One of the trailblazing women in the hip-hop scene. uh, She was a member of, probably rose with the member uh, prominence. Thank you for saying that. Most with Three Six Mafia, where she joined at the age of sixteen, uh, but she she and her brother were out partying for New Year's. Forty three. Oh God damn! She was out partying for New Year's, and she and her brother got some cocaine that apparently had some fentanyl in it. And her brother OD'd and got to the hospital and survived. And she apparently didn't realize he'd taken the coke, took some herself, and there was nobody there for her. She passed from the fentanyl. At least that's what the story is saying. At the age of 43. Yeah. So I think my favorite, well, doesn't seem appropriate to say it now, but I'll say it anyway. I think my favorite Three Six Mafia quote was I, I don't know who was hosting the Oscars that time uh, mm-hmm. when they won. Uh, I think what they won for was they won for something. I can't remember, but go ahead. Uh, and the host comes out Three Six Mafia one, Martin Scorsese zero. Because <laughs> at the time he hadn't won it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, one of the remaining white brothers of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Fred White, mm-hmm. uh, passed away at the age of 67. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, of course, Maurice White, Verdine White, and Fred were the three main guys, plus a whole bunch of other people. I think um, you have to die in September if you remember that band. You know, the 21st night of September, right? I... 23rd night of September, do you remember? 23rd, yeah, it's 23rd night of September. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, but he, I try to keep the I try to keep the levity. Yes, Pat. Yeah, so passed away at the age of sixty-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name you've been trying to talk about for a while here, Lisa, Lisa Marie Presley, uh, passed away at the age of fifty-four. It, well, that, yeah, because I guess I didn't know whether this because I know how you do this right now at this point. Yeah, the, uh, put her in with music. I guess. I mean, yeah, I wasn't quite sure, but yeah, she passed away at the age of fifty-four. Her grandmother died of a heart attack at 46. Her dad died at 42. She died at 54. Seems to be a habit in that family. Um, talk about an interesting life. <laughs> I mean, anyone who's married to both Michael Jackson and Nicolas Cage. So. But only had sex with one of them. Yeah, but yeah, 54, just a couple days ago, she was at Golden Globes. Uh, maybe, uh, talking about because the Elvis movie was up for the Golden Globes. Um, I, yeah, I didn't watch the Golden. I didn't even know that was still. I thought that was canceled. Like, yeah, well, that that was a joke. Uh, they had an African American host. He says, opens up just by saying, "Just you know, I'm here because that's a black guy available." So, yeah, um, yeah, I saw, I saw all this stuff after, right? It's like, so when it, when I'm seeing everything trend on Twitter. Uh, because apparently I'm still one of the few people who give a crap about Twitter. I, but the trends, not necessarily about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, if, if you're looking for me to say anything controversial on Twitter, yeah, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's not happening either. There's there's no upside to that. So oh, God, no. Or, or on any social media platform, for that matter. But... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, she did release three albums. So... I knew there was one. I didn't know there was three. Yeah, they her to whom it may concern in two thousand three, which hit number five on the U.S. charts. Now what hit number nine? Hit number she had five. What she had two top ten albums. She did, and her last one, "Storm and Grace," hit number forty five in twenty twelve. That's probably more top ten albums than the headliner you're going to talk about. Yeah, uh, maybe. Not. Hey. Oh, yes. It's possible. Well, let's just go to it. Jeff Beck died of bacterial meningitis at the age of 78. What? There was no, and I I wrote this when I did this quick little bit, and I I truly believe this. Uh, There's no two fusion guitar cells that I don't think he could have not meshed. Agreed. Yeah. uh, Beck was, he had an interesting career to me in terms of I don't know of anyone more respected who was so successful early in his career commercially. Because if you look at everything he did after 66, mm-hmm. uh, the Yardbirds, didn't sell a whole lot of albums, had no hits. No. And when you said Jeff Beck, like, you know. Well, I mean, he's uh, widely considered to be one of the five greatest guitar players of all time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it's and, one of those things where talent and I guess commercial success aren't necessarily the same. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time actually this morning, because I knew we were going to talk about Beck, uh, just, just listening to everything he did. And every, you listen to one Jeff Beck bit from like one era and then from another, and you, you can't tell it's the same person. I know. To me. I mean, like, I, like, what, what, like I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean... Well, put it this way. He won three Grammys in 2010. Mm-hmm. 
one for pop collaboration with vocals, one for pop instrumental performance, and one for rock instrumental performance. And that was the same album. Mm -hmm. They had three different songs that won in three different categories. I mean, there's not much more you can say about Jeff Beck than that. I mean, he was universally beloved. When he passed away, just the tributes that came in from Ozzy Osbourne to like, I mean, just literally anyone mm -hmm. you can possibly think of who matters in rock and roll. Um, just, yeah, just amazing. Because of all the people, like, here's a, here's a, um, vegetarian like kept himself in good shape didn't really like at least recently hadn't done very many of the uh psychedelics and drugs that a lot of people were doing yeah, but it's still 78 yeah no. so he was still 78 and it was bacterial meningitis but i right. mean come on like three of the four rolling stones are still alive i mean jeff beckett is someone i expect to there's uh, only one rolling stone we're really thinking about let's be blunt. well i know yeah but but like yeah, it's just it's it just it's a big loss. Like I said, he's in he's in as a member of the Yardbirds, also as a solo artist. Mm -hmm. and despite the fact he never sold anything, as he said, or sold very little. It's just yeah. that, that respect, well, which is fine. I mean, like I, I'm not I, I didn't mean that as a slight for any. No, I, mean, you do, I know you know that, but for for anyone else, sort of like because uh, I know that there's some people who will look at like who will use that metric, right? Uh, which we do not. Uh, Another project eventually we'll get to is Evan and I, we're going to rank our, our like, thanks, Vulture. Well, here, here's our response. Is it Vulture? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, Vulture. Yeah, that guy from Vulture. So I don't remember his name. It's not really that important. I'm just, well, I mean, Stevie like, Nicks is last? Yeah, Stevie Nicks is last. And I still remember, I can't remember, I think, I can't remember which order it was. But it, it may be this guy, because when Queen got in mm -hmm. the Rock Hall, uh, somebody said he couldn't believe Queen was in because uh, they're a one-hit wonder. And I'm like, so, uh, was it? What? Uh, God, I can't remember who said the Which thing would that be? I don't know. Someone, yeah. else, someone, wow. else said that about the, someone else said that about The Cure, that they're one-hit wonder when they were up for so many times back in the day. Like, was one-hit wonder? My okay. favorite thing, did you ever see that bit when Cure did get in and it was the ceremony? And I, I don't know who it was who was interviewing them on their red carpet. And they're interviewing Robert Smith and or I guess the rest of the members, but so are you as excited as I am to get to be for, for this night? And then Robert Smith, well, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. He's, for, he's, I would just and the Robert only thing that looks like a 60 year old drag queen can do but yeah yeah robert smith is fun morrison so <laughs> wow <laughs> at okay. this point anyway i gotta remember that yeah wait a minute so the lead singer of the cure is the fun person of the that okay this is <laughs> <laughs> so let's anyway let's get to your uh let's get your elevators up elevator down elevator up Elevator down. Yeah, I had a I had a whole giant elevator down, but well, your giant elevator elevator. down. We're just gonna have transition into my ugly. Okay, all right. So yeah. I still have an elevator down, at, which stays in music, and okay, I've said this before. I'm gonna say it again. I generally don't care what your political opinions are. Hmm. Just don't be an asshole. 
don't yeah well okay uh now going over the last two months as, as we're doing this here in the first month of 2023 i said that about kanye and then kanye just said hold my beer hold my beer hold, here's my brewery yeah and uh it's like i don't I, and i said when all this stuff came and i hope that, it, that when we get canceled or anything when someone sort of like isolates my stuff they come back to what i just say here which was initially i said i would still vote for kanye now I'm not so sure, but anyway, because whatever, keep going. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the person I'm sort of thinking of right now, and I don't know that she was ever that close, but that's MIA. Mm. And I've been sitting on this for a while, like a couple months ago. Sometimes just appearing on a show with somebody is enough. So she was on mm. a podcast with Candace Owens. Okay. Tying in with Kanye, I guess, I suppose. And yeah. I haven't watched it, and I don't plan to. Uh, not, it's not an anti-Candace thing. I just, I got enough shit to do. All right, so the synopsis is just going to have to do. But she, uh, MIA was pulled from a festival in England a couple mm -hmm. days ago. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm not familiar with this one, but apparently it's a big EDM festival, uh, field day festival. And she's been making comments against Pfizer, against other things that agree, I disagree, don't know, don't care. Uh, I really don't. But the people who would vote for this sort of thing do. And if you're on that side of the political aisle, you're not getting voted by this group. And that's sort of why I brought this up earlier. And I tried to do my little foreshadowing, right? With how the people who voted for Reggie Bush could give a shit. Damn it! I guess I'm not gonna get sponsored on this one. Uh, on how Reg, on how Reggie cheated, not cheated, or used inappropriate stuff. Got the air quotes for just people listening. So, or inappropriate funding for his family. So, MIA has now been labeled as a right wing conservative. Is she? Don't know. She'll mm -hmm. talk to them who are, and that's enough for some people who will vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't agree with that. I think you're, it goes back to what you and I have said, sports fans. Let's try to let what you do on the field matter. It's not quite the same rules in music, is it? In terms of rock and roll hall of fame, because there's not a, the whole. It, I mean, let's be, let's be honest though. There's few bigger jerks in the history of, pop culture than Eric Clapton and he's in three times that's also true but a lot of people did not realize some of his right-wing beliefs which he may not have even had then I don't know I mean I, I was never a big Clapton I, I love his music I didn't love him if that makes any I think I've said this before there's a few Clapton things that I was never a big fan of MIA though I don't know that I would have ever voted for her anyway, but she fits a lot of check marks that a lot of those people on the left who are on this group that would probably be voting look for. There's nobody that looks like her in the Rock Hall. Nobody. Nobody even close. Nobody that sounds like her. I don't know. Like for me personally, I look, I try and put her in that, that category and you might be the same with me with people like Bjork and other sort of experimental women of that era. I, I, I don't know. 
I, I, think, I, I think Bjork's got a lot better chance. I do too, but I'm talking about like in terms of a certain level. I, I, I hope what I'm trying to say is sort of like coming out. Maybe it's not, but I think that a lot of people that might have had her on the radar who, who have that type of power are saying, eh, forget it. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to go away. And as as I, as you and I watch all this stuff, we watch people get radicalized mm-hmm. on either side of any aisle. She might be one who does go that way. I don't know. I hope not. Uh, it, it, it's a weird time that we're living in, I think, that where when I was younger, when I was a kid, it was the people who were anti-establishment that were the rock stars and the punk stars. Now it's the opposite. Don't know what that means. Uh, I usually, if you got canceled, it was because you were too controversial. This is still the same, but now you're too controversial because you think Jesus is real. Like, I don't know. I'm again, I'm not a religious guy. I didn't research this enough. I just like a couple of her albums. I still do. And I always will even with Kanye, but I'm not talking about what I think. I don't have a vote. Yeah. I'm talking about what the actual vote is. Right. And why she's an elevator down. Right. And and, and that's sort of where I'm going with this. And it's kind of screwed up that I feel like I have to qualify everything without worrying that I'm offending a certain group. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where I feel with it with this one. And I've been sitting on this one for a while. Like I, I'm because I'm again, maybe because I'm just like a straight white guy in, in his 50s. I don't know. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. I'm sure you're listening to this, and I guess maybe you have to want to hear what I have to say. I don't know. But it's a strange world that I don't quite get. But the people who care about this will care about where she stands right now. Yeah, I don't think she really had that much of a shot at getting in anyway. I don't either, but... My I mean, biggest we're, elevator we're down. A, we're in a situation still where Diana Ross is not in on some solo artists. No, I, I agree with you, but she's someone when she's eligible will be ranked. Okay, fair enough. And I, I think what she did was different. It was unique. And a lot of people who now hate her loved her then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, and some of those are decision makers. Hence, Elevator now. Got it. Now for the elevator to the inner reaches of hell. <laughs> which, which, is, that, is that a Tenacious D song? That sounds it, like it one, should huh? be. If it's not, it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this goes right into my ugly. So do we want to uh, just go right into it? Or are we going to do a, a theme song here? <laughs> So, so starting, ugly, starting bad, good, ugly, good, bad. What are we doing here? We're doing ugly, bad, good because it makes sense to go right into the ugly from okay, your, right, from your elevator down into mine. So go ahead. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What? Go with your. Oh, second. okay, okay. All right. This so, is 
And this is my ugly, but it's your baby. So. All right. Uh, six months ago, maybe it was six, seven months ago. I don't remember exactly. No, I bet. Uh, on an elevator up, I said, everyone who ever wrestled, more or less, yes. is an elevator up. Vince McMahon is back. And by no accident, let's just stay political. It happened on January 6th. Mm-hmm that he said you know what i still have all the power i'm back and he did and a day ago it looked like he sold everything to the saudis that doesn't seem to be the case now or at least it's not official Mm -hmm. but uh i am a real arabian (laughs) yeah that what was that the next line fight for the the right rights of only men yes right and it, it, it was a meme going around with Hogan with a uh, green yeah. shirt on. As it should be. As it should be. Uh, the WWE was my major passion as a kid. It was everything to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in only the three years that you and I have known each other, my fandom has plummeted, plummeted, plummeted until Triple H. each other longer than three years. The, the four years you've been doing this. We know each other a lot longer. Yeah, I guess so. Sorry. Uh, yeah, four years. Yeah, season four. We've been doing uh, this for four years, but I, I knew you when I was still a lawyer, and that was 10 years ago. So, oh, shit. Yeah, years. I guess the other stuff we were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were doing other stuff. I was writing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were a lawyer then. Yeah, I was a lawyer then. I was a very, very unhappy lawyer who needed to do something, made it look like I was working out. Hard. I just knew you were Sveniscus or Sveniscus. Yes, that is. Sveniscus yeah. is the. Uh, genus of penguins because i used to feed penguins on court ah, see, you think i think i would ask you what that meant i never did yes yes finiscus like uh african black penguins finiscus the merciless now well, there you go so well, i guess finiscus, it wasn't all the penguins. yeah all those things trying to continue yeah so vince will has taken back over and legally he could uh mm-hmm. from everything that we know about the finances he sort of stepped back because it was publicly traded, because it sort of seemed better, now he's returned. And Vince, how do I put this delicately? Okay, so some of you who are listening are not a wrestling fan. So imagine the last few years of Al Davis, but imagine him as an even bigger psychopath with devil horns. Mm-hmm. That's who Vince McMahon is now. Uh, basically the person who created something that you loved and was brilliant, until he wasn't. He's basically become like the evil version of his Mr. McMahon evil character. I think he was always a bit that, but he oh, but he still had well, he had he I don't I think he still has the business acumen. The creative acumen lo- left him years ago. Mm-hmm. And v- Vince taking back power in the WWE is I there I can't compare this. There is no other disaster in company proportions that I can think of, in sports proportions that I can think of. Him coming back is I, I just pictured the triumvirate of Dan Snyder, Donald Trump, and the ghost of Al Davis is the last five years saying, Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's how shitty this is. He doesn't know what he's doing creatively. Business-wise, I, I, I don't know. Creatively, he's a disaster. But creatively is such a big part of that business. 
Well, of course it is. I mean, like, why don't we, why, why are ratings on, I mentioned earlier, WNBA is not great. It's not because of marketing. It's because we're not entertained. That's, that's all it is. Entertain people. They will come. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's all there is to it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no difference. So the fact that he was able to do this, he was never not able to do this, actually. Right. That was the whole thing you said when he stepped yeah. down. There's no reason he can't come back. Yeah. He wasn't and, barred from coming back. And, and I'm struggling, too, because, like, if he wants to sell his own creation, it's his to do so. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen anyone in any walk of life, and I'm going to include any politician you want to think of. I took a shot at Trump. I'll take a shot at Trudeau. Like anybody, I don't care what political aisle you are on. There's nobody who's got a lack, owes more of a lack of self-awareness in the world than Vince McMahon. Wow. I truly believe that. In a world where Elon Musk exists, that's, that's yeah. a statement. I don't care who you bring no, up. Elon Musk has a much better sense of himself than working at Facebook. That dude has no idea what's going on. I well, I honestly think Elon can sort of pull, so when I, when I opened up the show with LeBron, right? Like that's sort of like why I just sort of like gave massive praise. Like, holy shit, you get some of this crap. I thought you didn't. You do. Yeah. Yay! You know, yeah. Vince will never figure that out ever. Vince will never do what's best for anybody else. His own daughter. God forced that. Well, she said. Well, she wasn't forced at law. Well, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she wasn't. But, but when the, something bad happens and you resign, you're forced and, out. Okay, and that's your dad. Yeah, and that is your dad. I, I, I'll leave. I'll leave it at this. Uh, a few months ago, I said like I, I started watching it a bit again. Mm-hmm. If he winds up selling to the Saudis, I will cancel my WWE network. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean a lot to you, my or other people watching. To people who've known me for 20, 25 years, it's pretty fucking big. Damn it, I screwed that up. Anyway, it, but it's it's still it, it's it's really big. Understood. I might watch something where I'm not paying them, mm-hmm. but uh, there, like anything for that WWE Hall of Fame, it means less if he's part of it. It, everything means a whole lot less. Uh, Triple H, as much as there was a lot of accurate criticism about him 15 years ago, became the internet darling who got it and wanted to make people happy in what, what they watched. Mm-hmm. Vince thinks that he's not that person. And, you know, I, I didn't use that January 6th thing. <laughs> accidentally i mean he's tied in with the whole trump thing and then, again i think i'm i'm shooting on trump fine if you think i'm not fine uh don't care uh <laughs> but this is it's a weird type of insurrection in the same sort of way mm-hmm. i honestly believe that I, I i truly do and yeah like i said this that's why it was going to be my ugly and your elevator mass will be down and mass will just combine because there's nothing uglier that happened sports this week than what happened yeah especially if it went to saudi arabia and it still might it still might it still might although i I hear the iranians are interested so (laughs) yeah it's because then since we're still here uh let's put this in perspective of things that we've just watched 
in the last uh, three months, which was the disgusting World Cup, which was great soccer. You and I great love soccer. Awful, awful. Yeah, and and, uh, and I and I say this here on the other side, I guess, of the political aisle. Hi, Americans, Canadians. If you think you're really oppressed, yeah, I, well, maybe watch the World Cup and just see all the other stuff that comes out of there. Let's see how you feel there. Anyway, total equal opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, signed for eighty million. Okay. But this is somebody selling, he would rather sell his organization, possibly, the next week. I mean, who knows? This changes hour by hour. Maybe after the, after we finish this, we'll look at something that happened. He would rather sell that to, to, this, to this group. Now, remember, the WWE in, two, in 2001, right after did this whole patriotism thing after 9-11. Mm-hmm. So he sold to the group that might have been responsible for it. 100%. Yeah. You know, and yeah. screwed over his daughter who did a whole lot in, in that. Uh, I'll finish this with one, with one quote. Stephanie McMahon said that his dad always, his, sorry, her dad always said, you know, in business, sometimes you have to enjoy the taste of shit and like it. I don't know that this is what she got out of that. Understood. And I'll I'll tell you, you and I were in business together. Uh, we may not agree on everything. There's going to be things that we probably won't. I will never make you eat the taste of shit. Fair enough. That's a good deal. <laughs> if we do disagree or across uh, like a continent of borders, or you know, no, but uh, yeah, I I, I I hope I was trying to. I I think you know what I'm what what I mean. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah, because right. the, the whole thing could be a call. All right, let's please get yeah. me out of here. Let's let's, let's go, go to away. let's go from let's go from ugly to just merely bad for now. Uh, the Houston Texans. Um, so I'm going to make a prediction for you right now. I won't bet on it because I'll be wrong. The I knew that stand. The Houston Texans, between now and the end of February, will hire Josh McCown as their head coach. Okay. They wanted to do that last year, but all the Brian Flores stuff, where they didn't interview anyone else, they panicked, and they hired Lovey Smith, uh, who is now their third head coach, head coach in a row who's African-American, who they hi- fired after one season or less. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. They fired Bill O'Brien and went 0-4. Romeo Cornell took over and went 4-9 and with a team that was terrible. And they fired him to replace him with David Culley, who didn't do that much better, but again, had uh, had his quarterback sat out all season, right? <laughs> yeah, how um, do you do this here? Anyway, but going. Yeah, and then have they didn't really have the towel around him. They fired him to bring in Lovey Smith because they were worried about violating the Rooney rule. The ownership and structure of that franchise, and I do not say this lightly, that is the worst run franchise in sports in in North America. Not the most corrupt, but worst. Most corrupt, the worst run. Yeah, the Commanders are a better run organization than the Texans right now. There's a sentence, huh? Yeah. 
by the way, the four teams that can be in the uh, the um, hard knocks are one of the commanders are one of them for next season because there's a rule for what you have what you have to do in order. Okay, to I didn't know that. What's the rule? Uh, it's you have to miss the playoffs for two consecutive seasons and not finishing under 500 and not have been on the show recently, essentially, is what it comes down to. I had no idea. Well, do you know why those rules exist? That's that. So miss playoffs last two season. Head coach has to be in their second season or greater, so it can't be a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. And they haven't uh, hosted hard knocks in the past decade. So there are four franchises. I told you one is the commanders. Can you name the other three? Missed the playoffs at least the last two years. Head coach is going to at least their second season and has not been a hard knocks team for the last. Okay. Uh, this will be hard because I, I I haven't watched hard knocks. So uh, Giants? Giants made the playoffs. Okay. Okay. For this year. Uh, just tell me because like, I, 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 I don't Jets. watch the show. Okay. Yeah. The Bears. And the New Orleans Saints are the only like, known when you when you pressured me that it was going to be the Bears, Bears, Saints, Jets, Commanders are the only four franchises eligible. So I had no idea that ex- that evening. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know how to feel about that. My guess is they give it to the Bears, who have Justin Fields and the first overall draft pick. Do they get paid extra for this? Like, like, what's their finale? It's got to be something, right? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, my guess is it's probably the Bears who they end up picking because when else are they going to be able to pick the Bears? So, um, but anyway, going back to the Texans. So, uh, so there's Deadspin had an article, which I actually agree with, that black coaches should boycott going to the Texans. Because the Texans want to hire their guy, don't do the token interview. Uh, Bomani Jones, I think it was on CNN, it was asked about this story. And one of the people said, why did Lovey Smith go there? He said, because that's the only team that would hire him. They wanted to be head coach again. And said, well, if he knew he was only be there for a year, why do it? And Bomani said, because getting paid to be an NFL head coach for one year is better than not being paid to be an NFL head coach at all. Same thing, David Culley had been a wide receivers coach before. He got paid a lot more for that one season as a head coach. And so then there's always the what if. What? There's always the what if. There's always the what if. Yeah, what if all of a sudden you go nine and seven with that team as opposed to whatever. Oh, by the way, my favorite part, my favorite part about the whole thing is they were leading for the number one draft pick the whole time and the whole team just banded together and beat the Colts. In that last game. Didn't so we they, do this last year, right? Where you're good was the two teams fighting for dead last, the Lions and the Jags. Mm-hmm. Had phenomenal weeks. I think it was then week 17 seasons. Week, or games. No, there, there, there was week 18. They had to, that week last 18, year. Sorry, was, I can't remember. Last year was the first uh, 17 games. Okay, well, okay. Uh, my, my apologies. But they both played well. And I love the fact I'm no Jags guy or Lions guy for that matter, but I love the fact that those two teams said, screw it. We're going to try to win this game. Fuck the number one pick. All right, I screwed that up. Uh, F the number one, whatever. None, we got to work, work on our swearing if we have a sponsor. Uh, but I'm happy that both of them at the, well, that at the end of that, we're still relevant at the end. 
with Jacksonville. Yeah, go, go Jack, the Jags made the playoffs. The Lions, because the tiebreakers, didn't have a chance that last game. Yeah. But but they knocked the Packers out in Lambeau and ended up with a winning record for the first time since God yeah. knows when. No, exactly. And, like, for me, those players last year and this year, hats off, man. Like, that is fantastic. Yeah. And, and by the way, hats off the Lions sticking with Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is that not Dan Campbell? Who would say, what's the coach's name? Uh, God, I can't hold on. That's bad. Dan Campbell used to coach the uh, the okay, Well, okay. Well, while you're looking that up, Jared Goff had a yeah, great. No, it was Dan Campbell. I was right. It yeah. Dan yeah. No. So, yeah. So, like, this was something that was really, really good to watch, and watching players and coaches say, "Screw that. We are going for this." We're not going to be able dead last team of the year. Dre Bly, who's the cornerbacks coach of the Lions, when they got that interception, was so freaking excited. Mm-hmm. The Lions, so excited, going out of his mind. And this stuff will carry over. And the fact I'm so happy, just as a football fan, that Detroit did what they did. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That Jacksonville did what they did, and I hope that we see this. I don't know. I hate the Houston ownership. This, is, this struggles me. Yeah, yeah the, the Houston's not going to do that. They they need to change ownership. I yeah. will call this. I will call this though. Mm-hmm. The Lions will make the playoffs next year, and the Packers will not make the playoffs again. I wouldn't bet against you. That is, it, I, it, it, I lose because I always do. Remember Dan Campbell? We're going to bite their kneecaps off. That weird quote. You see my weird guy on the team kept losing. He's like, we're going to keep fighting. We'll keep going. He's a guy who was in the trenches with his players. He wasn't like above them. He was digging with them. Yeah. And maybe they never end up winning anything or whatever. But the fact he brought that franchise, which was God awful for half a decade, did nine and eight this season. Good for him. And God, and the Jags are the playoffs. So are they going to win? Who knows? But hey, they're there. So Good for them as well. Oh, by the way, uh, one other th- wrinkle for you with the schedule next year. The mm-hmm. NFC is at AFC for the that 17th game, the extra game. Mm-hmm. Patriots are going to be welcoming the Saints as that extra game next year. That's, so the Saints go to Foxborough. Well, you know, maybe we have to bet on that and a certain sort of company can help us with that. Uh, we, well, we shall see. So Foreshadowing. Anyway, foresh- foreshadowing. So now we'll get to my good. All right. Um, I just always close with the good, man. This is what we always have to do. One good, uh, just the overall uh, response uh, for the Bills player. uh, I can think of his name right now. Uh, Jamar Hamlin. Jamar Hamlin. Thank you. Uh, Around the league, with the exception of fucking Pittsburgh Steelers players who did a CPR celebration when I got in the end zone. Just don't Wait, just, what say that. Yeah, the, the they got in the end zone and the uh Steelers at a CPR celebration. I just did another meme face. Uh sorry. Uh yeah, it was it wasn't good. Holy no, I missed that. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. Um, so congratulations, by the way, Mike Tomlin keeping his streak of consecutive winning seasons intact, but screw you guys. But the rest of the league coming together. And the Patriots being so hospitable as to not tackle anybody on the opening kickoff to give the Bills uh, the lead was also helpful. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but no, it's that, that was nice. I'm just I'm glad I'm glad he's recovering. I don't know if he'll ever play football again, but at least the guy's going to be alive. So good Did for you. Him. Yeah, I, 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 okay. You weren't with us last week, so I had flashbacks of our. I, I listened to it though. I listened mm-hmm. to it. No, but, but the whole... you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. So there was all these flashbacks from when you and I were watching, um, and I apologize, I don't remember the name of the player for Denmark. Christian Eriksen. Thank you. Uh, so there's so much good here. And I just want to focus mm-hmm. on that. Everything, and I, and I said that last week, I'll say that again here now. Uh, I don't know how much they learned from what they saw or if they thought about what they saw. But there's so many people who were so good here. Uh, not just the first responders, but I think the people, because I was an hour behind in terms of like watching this. Uh, my Yeah, I, I was the one who told you on Twitter in our group chat that I never posted. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, like I was an hour and a half behind watching everything because I was out on this amazing sort of like light display that was happening here in the great Winnipeg uh, yeah. near Mount Manitoba and so I, I knew it was happening so I, was, I watched everything as it was sort of happening and the commentators were phenomenal in terms of respect in terms of I mean the next day we can say what we want but the, like at that moment and I mm. wonder how much of that was sort of like from what they learned or if anything, maybe they didn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, yeah. there was echoes like crazy. Yeah. From what we already watched. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I think it's going to be a similar scenario where it's going to be a full recovery. Yeah. I don't know. Christian Erickson's back playing soccer. I don't know if we're ever going to see that for DeMar Hamlin, but um, I don't. I don't know, but I mean, like, he's out of the hospital. He's out of the hospital. I mean, like, when when that all happened, anyone who watched that thought he was dead. Yeah, and just sorry, just one more. Well, the one person who I know people went after Skip Bayless. I think that tweet was taken out of context. I hate saying that, but it was in the middle of a whole bunch of other stuff. And that one, tweet I agree with you. People misread it. Uh, I'm not a big Skip Bayless fan, but that one I'm not. I'm going to give him a pass on. Bart Scott can go to hell. I agree with you. Yeah, because I I think if uh, going back to that tweet, uh, apologies if I've repeated this here. If Bayless sort of like led with none of this matters, which he ended with that tweet, which is what he ended with, right? And right. again, but it, there was also a tweet beforehand that said she said none of this matters. It was a second tweet out of three. Well, so, Bayless is somebody who's so easy to hate. Well, yeah, Bayless is an asshole. And like, he just is. And what he, like, he, the way he's been treating, I don't like Shannon Sharp that much. But, but they're the way both he's treating Shannon Sharp on that. And I think that's what we have to remember. Both Shannon and Skip are paid. I understand. But like, right. I'm sorry. I, but I don't want to get on Shannon Sharp. This is a good section. We're getting off of this. And, and yeah. Skip Bayless. So, that was just one good thing I wanted to mention. Here's the actual good thing. Mm-hmm. Angel Hernandez is trending on Twitter. 
<laughs> I saw that before we went on. Okay, dude, please, please. It's go. the middle of January. Why is Angel Hernandez trending on Twitter? Because AAA is getting robot strike zones for the whole season in 2023. Like, there are very few sports where I feel like you can use the robot, whatever, like tennis has the eagle eye thing you can do that with. If they have the technology that they can do it, it's doing AAA the whole time. Where you'll have you'll have an umpire back there to worry about foul tips and drop and drop pitches and things like that, calls at the plate, just like they would at first, second, and third. But you take the strike zone away from Angel Hernandez, there's no reason, there's a reason Joe West retired. He saw the writing on the wall here. Right? Uh and Nine you can make Angel Joe Hernandez. Man. You can make Angel Hernandez is alive. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Vinny thinks he's going to be a Hall of Famer, which is insane. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! Vinny, Vinny thinks that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Joe West. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, Vinny, uh, we're, we're I'm repealing the Los Benuso. Yeah, to bring 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 it up with him, but yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. anything that gets Angel Hernandez's ability to destroy people's enjoyment of the sport is something I'm in favor of. Baseball gets a lot wrong, like a lot, a lot wrong. Mm -hmm. But this is a step in the right direction. It will eliminate one of the biggest concerns people have about the sport, which is like complete unfairness based off of potential. There's no greater opportunity for potential bias in sports than the home plate umpire on every pitch, other than maybe an NBA referee calling extra ticky-tack fouls. But even there's fewer chances. Sorry. There are fewer opportunities to do that mm -hmm. than there are to mess with balls and strikes in a game. So I am very in favor of this move by baseball. We'll see how it goes to AAA. My guess is it went well in A-ball last year. My guess is it goes well in AAA. Oh, this so year. they did this in A. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they did an A-ball last year in some, some of the leagues. Not all of them. I think it was the Eastern League and it wasn't our league here. Um, I say R because I am a Schaumburg Boomers fan. Yeah. Um, shout, uh, shout out to Mike Larson, my buddy, the general manager there. Um, uh, but I think it was the Eastern League and the PCL, Pacific Coast League, maybe. They, yeah. There were a couple of leagues in A-ball. They did the robot umps and they worked pretty well. Yeah, uh, now, Evan, for someone who, who leans far left like you, you're trying to bust the uh, umpires union pretty hard, huh? Oh, that was funny. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to word my <laughs> say my words carefully. Unions are very important yeah. and a very big part of society, but yeah. when they protect people mm. who suck at their jobs. Okay, I've thrown you so many softballs. <laughs> it was about time I thrown you a curveball. You went, yeah, goddamn. Yeah, it's it's. The the cone of silence when a when a police officer does something wrong, routinely, mm -hmm. and the union stands up for them. When there is a umpire who is very very bad at their job, and you can tell. So, but it's racism. He'll tell you it's racism. Oh yeah, you know, I, I I'm just happy. Sort of like I had you with like going. Hmm, that's a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very pro union. Uh, but whatever. I got, so, I'm like, yeah. But yeah, also, so any, 
Anyway, anything that makes Angel Hernandez tra- trend in January is something I'm a fan of. I'm hoping that he's trending next February again as it goes in the major leagues. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say. Good oh, awesome. for baseball. Well done. Much better than the stupid starter runner on second base and extra innings rule. Just dumb. <laughs> all right. Shall we sort of like end with the plugs? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. We brought up the Los Benusa. <laughs> the Los Benusa. All right. Well, Vinny Los Benusa is awesome. And he does a regular show with us called Vinny Makes the Hall of Games 4. And we're recording tomorrow. You're going to love this. I think you know this already. I don't know. Vinny's going to make the Hall of Fame case for Kurt Flood. Oh, good. Yeah, we talked about this. 100%. Kurt Flood is 100% a Hall of Famer if you don't, you like, as a contributor, if nothing else. Right. And I think that's where we're sort of, like, going to go with that. And uh, there's been a lot of great uh, YouTube comments on what on the work that Vinny has done. So I uh, can't say that there's been a lot of great comments on my stuff on this crap was on national television where people say like, this guy doesn't know anything about Canada, especially <laughs> when it was about beachcombers, mm. the Canadian show with that I do with Chris Bernay. So, uh, okay. So we just recorded, uh, that's now up learning the ropes. Mm, you told me about this. I didn't remember it. Okay. Yeah. It's a shit show. Yeah. It gets where again, uh, with starring Lyle Alzado as, Teacher by day, pro wrestler by night. Mm-hmm, as you do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we were talking about syndication of the 80s. So we have decided that we're going to record the small wonder phenomenon. That show is awful. Never. I actually never saw it. Oh, it's so creepy. That's kind of how Chris and I thought of it. Like, because we're, we're all around the same age, all around like uh, in the late 40s, early 50s. Mm-hmm. why are we going to watch this well this was a hit it was it was so creepy though so we're gonna we're gonna record that next week uh also to andrea tessman is back from her worldwide tour cool yeah so she's back on her worldwide tour going from i don't know where the hell she went but she was on a cruise for three and a half weeks uh, my, oh my so, brother's on a cruise for 111 days right now damn 111 days right right now he's in costa rica he'll end up in in pago pago and india and all over the place that's awesome yeah good for him not my idea of a good time but good for him well andrea didn't andrea wanted to be back in the buckner verse so we We are recording next week uh a wonderful like our thing on like a how the hell did this go number one? And it's going to be the Osmonds. Oh, yes. You've been threatening me with this one for a while here, too. It's been a month, yeah, because we haven't recorded anything for a while. So it's going to be like one bad apple. So we're looking at that. But really the thing that you're going to be a part of that is going to be recorded next week, possibly live, I'm not sure, uh, which will be our Pro Football Hall of Fame, mock Pro Football Hall of Fame show, where we say like who we think is the class this year mm-hmm. and there's going to be some people doing some presentations uh you're doing a presentation i'm doing a presentation uh, is going to say, can we say who we're doing yeah go ahead so i uh i volunteered to do the one that apparently nobody wants to even though i think he's been in the hall of fame this year zach thomas mm-hmm. so. okay. uh i'm not even sure who i'm doing i'm just looking at who's left over mm-hmm. so 
or am I just sort of like these? Sort of like Someone's got to do Jared Allen, my friend. Someone's got to do Jared Allen. But it's from our group. Mm. So, but it's going to be a lot of fun and we love what we do. So if you're into pro uh, to Halls of Fame period, check it out. Yeah, it's going to be on the 17th. So with that, uh, what have I not promoted? It, uh, our, uh, the uh, Halls of Fame. I did that at the opening, but yeah, do that do it again. You got to bookend it, my friend. No, you do that. You, you All right. So we, we have the uh, fictitious last deep hall of fame. We have the fictitious mm -hmm. rock and roll hall of fame. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, uh, coming June 1st, we are officially saying, yep. Uh, the first class of the USA HOF or the United States athletic hall of fame. Uh, I have a whole bunch of content, which I am writing the scripts for. Mm -hmm. I say a whole bunch. I'm talking 380 scripts. <laughs> whoa, whoa, 300, really? I'm gonna try and do all of them, because. Okay, yeah, Evan, Evan oh, yeah. when this comes up, I just did another meme face. I think I did this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, there, there are a lot of them. I've written, I've written a whole bunch, but then I got to record them too. And I've realized that uh, I don't, when I'm trying to record into my computer, I don't like where my eyes go. So you got to figure out how to put it so I can look into my phone and make it look whatever. I'm I'm not good at this. One of my good friends, one of my good friends is very good at it. So I'm gonna have her help me with it. Or you could um, do what I do and like clearly not care how I look in camera. <laughs> well, she she will help me. Uh All right. she is very good at this and she's a photographer on the side and also one of the most attractive people I know. So she can help me, you know, make myself presentable for that. So we'll, that will all be coming she's out. attractive. Doesn't mean she knows how to make other people look attractive. She does. I've seen her work. Believe oh, okay. me. Um, and so, and the last thing I just want to throw out there, I'm taking my son to his first uh, professional NBA game next uh, tomorrow night. Okay. So all right. We're so, going to go see, yeah, we're going to go see uh, SGA in Oklahoma city. Take on the uh, the uh, Chicago Bulls in uh, Chicago uh, tomorrow. We at, we're in the third. Nice. We're in the balcony, way up on the third three hundred levels, but we're in the front row. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I figure if I I could have gotten front row tickets in the three hundreds or something else, where I was insured to be able to see. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'd rather have him see with now anything in front of him high up than try and see if he can see from like the lower seats. No, that's awesome. That, 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 is, that, that goes. He only cares about. Two things right now, which are the Bulls and international soccer. He's become he he all he does is sit around and watch. He was watching this morning when I went to wake him up. He was in bed with his iPad watching training ground videos from preseason Barcelona earlier this year. Wow! He's like looking at how Iniesta was. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? He said, well, I'm watching how Iniesta moves with the ball. I'm like, okay. Is he what you want to do? I'm going to start coaching his uh, indoor soccer team. Coming mm -hmm. up, our first practice is Sunday. So who knows? Maybe I have a – I mean, the fact he's, like, on his own looking up training ground stuff, how to figure out how to do things. Who knows? Maybe this is something he uh, – he's a smart kid. Maybe get him both academic and a sports scholarship and make my life a whole lot easier. So Also, too, like uh, – okay, finally, we I found we found an error. What? An error to all of this. Oh yeah, maybe. He's yeah, because I mean, like you've got your heir who's all into this. My heir is this. Winnie the pup. Winnie the pup. I can't yeah, say more that or we'll get sued. Yeah. So yeah, Winnie but, can probably can't figure out a whole lot because yeah. Anyway. But, but neither can we. So it'll work out well. So anyway, <laughs> let's close this. We've been on here long enough. All right.
Sounds good. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, stay safe, everyone. Take care, guys.